fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. Today we are discussing what I call fundamental blessing. You know, when you look at the humankind today, you see all our plethora of problems and struggles that we face and the predicament of human beings. You, you will start thinking that evil problems are original with the human race. But I beg to differ in the sense of the word of God. Because really, our, fund, our foundation is not problem. Our foundation is not darkness or evil. Our foundation is deeper than that. Before evil came, before suffering came, man was. So we didn't start and we didn't originate in evil. Let's look at when God made mankind. Genesis 1. Let's read verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the earth, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So when God made man in the beginning, he made him and designed to have dominion or to be the master of the earth. Verse 27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So it's a partnership of dominion, both man and the woman, the male and the female. Now, I said, I would like to talk about what I call the fundamental blessing. Fundamental means the beginning, the foundation, the primary so, when I say fundamental blessing, I mean that in our foundation, fundamentally, we were blessed. Listen to this. After God made man, this is what happened next. Verse 28, then God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Now, God made mankind at the beginning with the initial deposit of a nature of dominion. But sin came in and mankind sinned. And that sin led to us today having problems. But in our foundation, fundamentally, we were not designed for problems. We were designed for blessing. And God blessed them. And God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Glory to God. I would like us to read that same verse in Message Bible. Verse 26. And God blessed them saying, prosper, reproduce, fill up, take charge, and be responsible for fish in the sea and birds in the air 
for every living thing that moves on the face of the earth. So you can see the word fruitful there, according to this Bible message said, it means prosper. Multiply means reproduce. Then replenish, fill the earth. Then he said something about subdue. It said take charge. So God made man fundamentally with this blessing. The blessing of fruitfulness or prosperity, the blessing of multiplication or reproduction, and the blessing of replenishing the earth to fill it, and the blessing of subduing, which is to take charge. Now, that is our fundamental blessing. That's our initials from the beginning. You know, when you write your name, you have your initials. These are our divine initials. We are blessed originally. Now, where did all this trouble in the world and the causes and the troubles and the trials and the failures coming from? We know that came from the fall when Adam sinned and disobeyed God. Then God brought in the cause. Let's read that in the verse 17, chapter 3, the book of Genesis. It says this, Then to Adam... God said, because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you seeing, you shall not eat of it. Cause is the ground for your sake. And toil you shall eat it all the days of your life. Both thorns and teeth shall bring forth for you. You shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground. For out of it you are taken. For dust you are and to those are you return. This came after the fall. But originally, God made mankind in his image. Let, let me read again Genesis 1 verse 26 from Message Bible. And it says, God created human beings. Let's read it. Sorry. God spoke. Let us make human beings in our image. Let's make them. Reflecting our nature so they can be responsible for the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, the cattle, and yes, the earth itself. And every animal that moves on the face of the earth. So God's plan was blessing for the human race. So <clears throat> our origin was in God with the blessing of God. The first thing God did with us after making the first man and the first man was to bless them. So blessing was our initials or our DNA. That's why when we do well, we are happy. And when we don't do well, we are not happy. Our happiness is wired to our blessing. Praise God. And it says, be fruitful, and multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. And that blessing, you can see it all over the Bible. Now, after Adam sinned, the cause came to the earth. Notice, God did not cause man. No. Though mankind disobeyed God, and the cause now came upon the earth and began to affect him. Of course, he lost his relationship with God. He was separated from God. That's what I mean by, the you eat this food, you shall die. So when he died, that did mean he lost the way to the blessing. He lost the way to the dominion. He lost the way to God. But the ground was cursed. 
and the cost could now come on him. But it was designed originally to be blessed. Glory to God. And then when the fall came in, Adam sinned and transmitted this new trial, new problem to the whole of the human race. The Bible says in Romans 5 that through one man, sin entered the world and death through sin. So death is the remover of the blessing. But you were designed for blessing. That's where I'm going. You are, your origin was in blessing because you came out reflecting God's nature. So if you look at man, no matter how evil and trouble you see around us today, there's this thing, the part that in every man that want to be fruitful, that want to multiply, that want to replenish, that want to subdue. But the cause, the disobedience of Adam brought that problem. But God promised Abraham and he said, I'll bless you. And God planned to take Abraham and use him to bring about the new blessing package for the earth, to restore the blessing. So God now sent Jesus into the family of Abraham, Israel, and Jesus was born. And then the Bible said this in chapter 3 Galatians. Let's go down there. I was talking about the blessing. Back to the blessing again. Let me first of all get this across to you. When I said about Abraham, the blessing, and Jesus Christ, there was this interesting verse in chapter 3, the book of Galatians, in verse 8. Listen to it. Very interesting uh, scripture full of meaning. And it says this, And the scripture foreseen or predicting that God will justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. Mm-hmm. Look at this scripture. It's quite, quite cryptic. It's full of meaning, secret meanings. He said, the scripture foreseen that God will justify or make righteous the Gentiles or the nations who are not Jews by faith. And that scripture preached the gospel. So Abraham had the gospel, the good news. He said, he preached the gospel to Abraham. That's the scripture preaching the gospel to Abraham. So the scripture can preach. And he said, before and saying, and what's that great gospel preached? Saying in you, all the nations shall be blessed. Oh, glory to God. So actually the good news is the good news about blessing. Oh, of course you will tell me and say that. Bible said that John 3, 16. Let's think about that. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What is life? Remember, God told Israel, I put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. So life goes with the blessing, death goes with the cursing. So when you come to Christ and receive the ble- receive life eternal, you receive the blessing because in the life is the blessing. In death is the cause. So God promised the gospel, by the gospel to Abraham, that I will bless all nations through you. So when Jesus came, that blessing came. Now listen to this. I, I, I love this. Let's read verse 13. Now because of that cause that had come because of Adam's fall, Bible says in 13th verse, third Galatians, Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, having become a cause for us, for it is written, 
cost is everyone who hangs on the tree. Wow. So the costs that are coming have to be paid for to be removed. And God now set up Jesus to be hand on the cross to be the price. The word redeem has to do with it, paying ransom. You know, he paid the price for the cost to be ejected out. Just like God did in Egypt when he wanted to kill all the firstborn, he said the people of Israel should kill a goat or a sheep and put the blood so that the goat will die for their own firstborn. So Jesus was like our lamb from God and he shed his blood so that we could be redeemed. So he paid for us to be set free from the cause by his precious blood. So Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law. He became a cause because the law said cause is the one who hangs on the tree. Now, why did he become a cause? Why did he redeem us from the cause? Verse 14, 3 Galatians verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So God now reverted back to Abraham. See, the blessing they promised Abraham to take to the whole world, the gospel, is now that Jesus came, he died on the cross, paid the price, so we are now redeemed from the cause. And this cause is the opposite of blessing. And so, if we have been redeemed from the cause, that the blessing of Abraham, that's the new package God has for us now, when Adam failed, so the blessing is still in the blessing. So the blessing of Abraham might come upon us who are not Jews that might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And the Spirit, remember I said in life, in the Spirit is life and blessing. So right now, we are blessed if you have come to Christ. If you have accepted Christ as a Lord and Savior, you are blessed. And the blessing, remember, what's the blessing for? He said, be fruitful. That was the blessing. Be fruitful, that's Genesis 1.28, and God blessed them. God said, say, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue. And like this Bible said, that's in the Bible said, reproduce, no, it said, uh, prosper, reproduce, fill the earth, and take charge. So, here we are, we have the blessing today to be fruitful or prosper. We have the blessing today to multiply and reproduce. We have the blessing today to replenish and fill the earth. And we have the blessing today to subdue and take charge. Now that blessing is ours now because Jesus paid for us and removed the cause. So speaking legally, the cause has no more right over our lives. See, when Adam sinned in the garden, Satan was given the right to inflict the world of men with the curse that uh, come upon the earth. And he could do that. You can see that in the life of Job. He began to inflict Job with all kinds of curses, destroyed all his animals, destroyed all his substance, and began to touch his body and inflicted it with sickness and disease. But now we have the blessing. Now we have the blessing. 
I want you to get that. Say that with yourself. I have the blessing now because Jesus redeemed me from the cause. Let's see how this blessing intersects with our lives. <clears throat> if you remember, we said the blessing had come. Fundamentally, we were designed for blessing, not for the cause and death and struggles and pain and affliction. Now, Solomon defined the blessing. He said, the blessing of the Lord makes rich and hearts no sorrow. So sorrow is not part of the blessing package. So you need to stand and resist every form of sorrow that want to attack itself to your life. It can be spiritual sorrow, emotional sorrow like depression, uh, physical sorrow of sickness and disease, untimely death, sickness and disease, you know, failure, financial, fiasco, economic disaster. All these things are part of the cause. In fact, when you read astronomy, you will see things about the causes that were stated there. You need to go through and see what you are redeemed from. So you are, you are, you are blessed right now. You are blessed with the blessing of the Lord. Let's take some instances of this blessing in uh, the life of those men that were with Abraham. You know, because Abraham was the one that God promised the blessing to, to replace the loss that Adam brought our way. And so let's take a look at uh, the blessing. Let's look at Genesis 26 about the blessing. This was in the midst of farming. There was farming in the land and Bible said this about using the word blessing. Genesis 26. Let's look at verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. Oh, you see that word, sowing, reaping. Remember that first thing that God said to mankind, Genesis 128. God blessed them, saying, be fruitful. See, bring forth fruit from your seed. So you can see Isaac sowed in that life and reaped a bumper harvest of hundred times of what he sowed. That we call the blessing because that's fruitfulness in operation. That was multiplication of the seed to bring forth. And when it was that large quantity, it filled the earth. And let's look at next verse. Verse 13. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. So the blessing of God came upon the sowing that the man did in the land of famine and it became fruitful and multiplied and it filled the whole place and it was taken charge and it began to be really great. So prospering is because of the blessing. Hallelujah. Let's look at verse 39 in Joseph's life, the great grandson of Abraham. Let's look at his own life. How did he experience the blessing? Genesis 39. You remember he was sold into slavery. He was picked up in Egypt and bought by an Egyptian uh, royal official and put him in his house as a servant. And let's look at what happened to him. Look at verse 30, verse, verse 2, Genesis 39. And the Lord was with Joseph, was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Can you imagine that? Though he was a servant, he was successful. What was that? Verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him, that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand or to be fruitful. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. 
Then he made Joseph overseer of his house, and all that he had, he put under his authority. That's Joseph's authority. Now listen to this, verse 5. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house, and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand. He did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. Praise God. Now, see the blessing at work. Remember I said we were designed for bread. This is the fundamental blessing at work. God said, remember again, Genesis 1.28, God said, God blessed them saying, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Adam sinned, the curse came in, God came to Abraham and took him to bring the blessing to him and threw him to the world and Jesus came, paid for the, paid the price for the cause and now we have the blessing and we can now experience the blessing of Abraham. We can see that Abraham was blessed and was transferred to his seed, Isaac. And Isaac was getting blessed, transferred to his grandson, Jacob, and to his great-grandson, Joseph. So this blessing is generational. It can go very far and bless you. And when you have the blessing of Abraham, it will affect all your seed, both human and otherwise. And Bible said that Joseph was prosperous. That means he was fruitful in where he was. And the master noticed that something was about Joseph. And what's that? Joseph, whatever he did, was turning out well. He was fruitful. Whatever seed he planted, whatever effort he put out, there was a commensurate result. There was a reproduction. There was a multiplication. There was a fruitfulness that came his way. And you, as a child of God today, when you are with Christ, the Bible said in chapter 3, Galatians verse 29, if you are Abraham, if you are, if you belong to Christ, you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So you are the same kind of class with Isaac and Jacob and Joseph because you are now through Christ becoming the heir of Abraham and you are now having the blessing of Abraham. And we can see this blessing even as a slave, the blessing was upon him. You know, the grandfather, Isaac, was not a slave and he was blessed. Now, Joseph was in the house and working for somebody else and that blessing was still working. Praise God. So no matter your condition, whether you are under or above, the blessing will work for you. Whether you are an employee or you are an entrepreneur, the blessing will work for you. The blessing does not uh, 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 discriminate where you are. It's just want to make you to be fruitful and multiply and replenish and subdue, take charge, praise God, and prosper and reproduce and feel and... Uh, Take charge. Praise God. So I would like you to see that that's the blessing. That's the blessing. And you are fundamentally blessed. Adam lost it. Christ gained it back for us. And we are now blessed. Don't see yourself outside the blessing. You are blessed. The cause may be on the earth, but the blessing of God has come upon you. And sorrow has to flee and fly away. That's what the Bible said in Isaiah 35. Talking about after we are redeemed and we come to Christ. It says something that's very wonderful. 35, verse 10. It says this, And the ransomed of the Lord, that means redeemed from the cause, shall return and come to Zion with singing. Why wouldn't you sing when you are being fruitful, multiplying, replacing something? And with everlasting joy on their head, they shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sigh shall flee away. Remember God said to Abraham, in sorrow and in pain you will eat 
and then you return to dust and say, these ones that have come to Zion that are redeemed and ransomed of the Lord that are now under back to the blessing, they will what? be full of joy and gladness and sorrow and sign shall flee away. Praise the Lord. And let's close like this. Uh, so if we are fundamentally blessed, how should we live our life right now? You must see yourself blessed. That means the past tense is already happening. It's already happening. It's already, it's already started. When you came to Christ, the blessing began. No wonder the book of Ephesians 1 verse 3 says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. So we are already blessed now. So our blessings in past tense, we are already blessed. It's already going on. And it's happening. It's coming at us who was and is and is to come. Our Father who blessed us was and is and is to come. Our blessing was and is and is to come. So we come from blessing, we are in blessing, we are going to blessing. The blessing is coming behind us and overtaking us and we are flowing in the river of blessing. Let's look at what the Bible said about the blessing in different ramifications and different fields. Remember Jesus Christ, before I even go to that, remember Jesus Christ in the book of Matthew, the very first thing they said in the Sermon of the Mount was the word blessed. Can you imagine that? And he began to attach blessing to different kind of people that will not associate the blessing with. Let's look at Matthew 5, verse 1. And seeing the multitude, he went up on a mountain, and when he was, when he was seated, his disciple came to him, then he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for there is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in the heart. Blessed are the peacemaker. Praise God. See, we, these people that are poor, that are mourning, that will not associate blessing with Jesus, they are blessed. You're blessed. Are you poor? You are blessed. Are you down? You are blessed. Are you out? You are blessed. Are you mourning? You are blessed. Are you hungry? You are blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. You're blessed. Praise God. Let's look at the blessing according to 28 Deuteronomy. We just read it, and I'd like you to go read it to yourself and, and, and think about it and apply it to yourself and see yourself in it. Let's go. Now, verse 1. Now it shall come to pass, 28 verse 1, listen to me. If you didn't obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you on high above all nations of the earth. That has already happened through the gospel. When you heeded the gospel, when you obeyed, the, when you heard the word of God and believed it, you are now hearing the voice of God. You are now the voice, you are with, you are with Jesus now. And then, because you are with Jesus now, you can now live this life and then you can now be blessed. And he said, verse 2, and all these blessings are Come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. His voice now is now the gospel talking and Christ Jesus speaking to us. He said, blessed shall you be in the city. Verse 3, blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall you be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Whatever you are dealing with that is alive with seed, will begin to grow. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you go, when you come in. Blessed shall you be when you go out. So your movement and your location. Blessed. Verse 7 says, The Lord will cause your enemy who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. So whatever can come at you, whether virus, whether failure, whether sickness, whether disease, whether any kind of weapon of the evil one, whatever it is, what we call attack, so they will come against you one way and they will flee seven ways because you are now blessed with the blessing of the Lord in, that 
give to Abraham, blessing of Abraham. Let's keep reading. Verse 8. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. Wow. And the Lord to which you set your hand, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he was sworn to you. If you keep the commandment of the Lord your God, walk in this way. Then all people of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. The Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord your God has given to your fathers. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to you, to your land in the season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, you shall not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. Praise the Lord. Did you hear that? So, fundamentally, you are blessed. You have the fundamental blessing because you belong to Abraham now and you have the power of the gospel released into your life because Jesus died for you. He ransomed you from the cause. So you are in the land of the blessing. Let's live up to our full potential in the blessing. Thank you for listening. And uh, think about this and apply it to your life. And when you do, God's going to increase you more and more. <music>